welcome back to Hey Alexa. I'm so excited to have AC Fisher, who's a podcast host, a speaker, a producer, a writer, um, come on to the show today to talk all about his projects and how we got started and where he's at not today. And he has a whole list of podcasts and some of them you might even listen to. And hopefully after today, you will, <laughs> if you don't already. Hi, AC. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, Alexa? Good. Thanks so much for joining. Yeah, I had to do a little bit of um, ab abnormal prep for this conversation. I had to change the wake word on my Alexa device <laughs> <laughs> just so we wouldn't have that uh, chiming in the background every time I say your name. Right. So. <laughs> we have we have like three of them, not including me at my house. And yeah. we always have them on mute until we need them. <laughs> so there, there's been like times we've had... Um, we were having a, my mom or someone was having a conversation and they said my name and the word mattress. So the Alexa started looking up mattresses <laughs> and talking about mattresses. <laughs> it's crazy, but I like it. My name was not as there's more popular than it used to be. So it's kind of fun. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Um, so I see like, obviously the listeners here won't see it, but I see you're in a studio. It looks very professional. I like it. I do what I can. Yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I work on a lot of different audio projects. So, you know, make sure that I'm in a suitable environment for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so tell us a little bit about you, like where, how you got started in all this podcasting, where, what you're doing before and just a little bit about your story. See, I, I'm always reluctant to tell the full true story when somebody asks me that. So this is going to be a Hey Alexa exclusive today. Oh, I'm excited. Everybody else has got like the the glossy makes me look like a super nice person version of the story. But the reality is that my my brother and I, several years ago, we'd been talking about starting a podcast because we were thinking what a great opportunity to misrepresent ourselves and to scam people out of their hard-earned money. But we lacked the requisite skills to do that. So we thought we'd start this show where it was just him and I sort of doing like a comedic take on current events and hone our skills. And then once we had like the polish on our skills, then we were just going to become full-on scam artists. But something funny happened along the way we we realized through um, and, and you've probably had some experience with this when you start editing recordings of your own conversations you hear from a different person's perspective how you communicate what you sound like and we in some ways we liked what we heard because we we sounded funny it sounded like we had good rapport rapport with each other but we also sounded like real garbage people and we became painfully and unavoidably aware of how we probably sounded to everybody else. And, you know, when we started thinking, not just how are we presenting to others, but like what actually motivates us to be these kinds of people, you know, some changes started to happen. It, it wasn't just a case of like, I want to save face. It's a case of, I legitimately want to stop being this nasty person. And yeah. those were the first steps along the way. Um, 
I don't want to monologue through the full show, but I mean, to, like, no, to, to answer your question, like how, how I got into podcasting, I mean, that's how I got my toe in the pool, how I got into the types of podcasts I do now. It's all been very, very much uh, been born out of that initial experience of realizing that I wasn't the type of person that I probably needed to be. Yeah. And I get that. That's totally understandable. Um, so when was this? Like, when did you, how long ago was this that you started? You know, I, I probably would have to check the calendar. My brother's going to slap me once he hears this, because I always get it wrong. It feels like it was like two years ago, but I think this is going back probably about four or five years. Oh, so you've been like in the podcast world for that long. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. But then you also think about it. I guess it's not as crazy because like I've been doing it for um, like two and a half years already. But then I forget mm-hmm. COVID also like took over a good year or two of everyone's lives. So everything feels so different. Like five years ago, it feels way longer. Yeah. Then you forget it was still co- half of it was COVID. No, it's the thing. And if you spend too much time in isolation, you kind of lose track of the passing of time. I mean, some things seem like they took way longer. Other things, it's like, it seemed like yesterday and like, no, I, I'm remembering things from a pre-COVID world. It couldn't have been that recent. Right. And then, so what you were saying is like, once you started listening to yourself and you kind of realized like you maybe weren't happy with the person that you were sounding like, how did that, did that like affect your like mental health at all? Like, how is that for you? It, it affected a lot of different areas, including mental health. Um, I, first of all, before I continue, I want to thank you for doing this project, just because I'm a firm believer in the idea that if all of us share openly about our mental health issues, it gives permission to everybody else to do the same. And all of us have a struggle on some level. All of us need to get it out there. Let's normalize it. It, it, it belongs yes. out in, in, in public. Um, how it primarily affected my mental health, though, going back to your question, was um, I, I think the, 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 the biggest ongoing daily challenge I'd had was in the way that I related to other people, um, largely because I, I, I think probably like most people, I, I felt that I was a very effective communicator, at least as far as communicating and describing where I was at. And if there was a communication breakdown, well, then obviously somebody isn't listening or they don't care or, yeah. you know, they're twisting my words or some nonsense like that. But listening to recordings of myself speaking sometimes weeks after the fact, because you know how it goes when you get busy with podcasts, sometimes you're just doing like batch recordings. And by the time you yeah. edit, you've forgotten every detail of the conversation. So I was kind of hearing myself fresh from a stranger's perspective. And I realized that this person speaks in circles. This person is not a good communicator. And I started realizing that these people in my life that I've been holding accountable for my mental and emotional well-being really weren't responsible. Mm-hmm. So it, it started to affect my relationships in a positive way coming to this realization. But I also got to a point, I can't take full credit for this. My brother and I, we, we bounce off each other a lot because we've been podcasting together just about since day one. And um, 
one of the things that we ended up incorporating and has become really our, our, our mantra is the idea that offense is taken, it's not given. And what that means is not that I've got permission to be a complete jerk and you, Alexa, just have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. What it means is that if you and I are having a conversation and you say something that bothers me, the first question I should be asking myself is not why is Alexa doing this? It should be why is why am I reacting this way? Yeah. And more often than not, the answer to that question has nothing to do with the person I'm talking to. It has everything to do with, you know, maybe my blood sugar is wonky. Maybe you unwittingly tripped into a minefield of childhood trauma. You know, maybe it's just my anxiety, my PTSD, my, you know, take your pick. Yeah. But I can't sit here pointing fingers at everybody around me. And that became a a transformative experience. And, And you know what it's like when you're dealing with mental health challenges, you, you do need to figure out how to manage the, the things that will trigger you. And mm-hmm. in some ways, you want to avoid the situations that are going to bother you. But other, other ways, you, you have to accept that certain of these triggers are unavoidable. These are the things yeah. that you, you can't steer past. You have to navigate through. Right. And in those areas, I found I became much more stronger and well-adjusted and grounded. And overall... I found that like when there's nothing going on, I'm not so fatigued by all of this constant um, ongoing um, trauma and, and you know, all, all these confusing things where I, I can't enjoy the downtime. Now, you know, I, for the first time in my life, the last couple of years, I actually have some happy days. That's I have amazing. some, yeah, it is. And feel free to tell me to shut up at any point. I do no, have a tendency love, to start talking. And... No, I love it. I love hearing people's stories. And that's kind of why I have this podcast and why I don't just do a whole list of questions. It's like, because people just need some time to talk. And it's like, I like listening and someone listening could relate and feel the same way and learn something. So I just like hearing stories. So you're good. <laughs> okay. Um, but no, that's so, it's like amazing what podcasting did for you. I mean, it literally changed you, mm-hmm. which is so no, and crazy. I, I have to say, I, I, I love not just the person I've become, but I, I love the people that I've had an opportunity to meet mm-hmm. because I mean, it was something my, my brother and I were talking about the other days is, you know, like he says, I find it amazing that this stuff doesn't go to your head. And I said, well, what stuff? Because, I mean, him and I, we, we parted ways for a while. We stopped doing the initial project. We started working on individual things. He took a bit of a break. I kept on going. And in the meantime, I ended up making friends with, you know, some really high-profile people. You know how it, it, it can be. It's like, you know, people say, yeah. like, I, I, was, I was listening to the, the last episode that you have released at the time of recording now where you were talking to somebody that was on uh, Big Brother. Mm-hmm. You know, and a stranger off the street might think, wow, how cool, you know, a celebrity. But I mean, we don't look at it that way, do we? It's Mm -mm. like, okay, well, I got this interesting friend who I can call and chat with. And I think that's fantastic. So, you know, in the world of, you know, best-selling authors and Hollywood producers and uh, other like big YouTubers, things like that, it's just, you know, I'm just happy to have made all these connections. It, It, 
um, the, the, these people, it's not like um, they're not a bragging point for me. They all invest into my emotional well-being. They all better my experience. And yeah. I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm not like wound up in an ego trip over it. <laughs> no, I agree. And that's why I love just talking to everybody. I love talking to like the reality stars, the celebrities, the professionals, and your everyday people. Mm-hmm. Because we're all everyday people. Sure. They just got put on a TV show or this their career instead of being a contractor, they're an actor. I mean, it's all really what it is. It's well, to some choice. people, we're celebrities too, right? So <laughs> that's kind of weird to think, but yeah. <laughs> no, but it's just it's fun. It's like it's just a whole new world. And I've become so much more confident in myself and in my voice and from that. And I like to interview people. So, yeah. (laughs) So what were some of the other projects that you've been working on? Tell us a little bit about those other um, podcasts. Um, the, the, the one I'm, I'm most proud of right now, it, it hasn't actually even launched yet. It just, the outpouring of support for the project has been so unbelievably and, and just surprisingly huge. It is one that focuses on uh, chatting with people about difficulties they have with their relationships, but also celebrating their milestones, basically talking about, you know, what does coping, what does dealing look like for you? I didn't want this to turn into a, a project where everybody commiserates. I wanted it to be something where people find healing. And um, so that, that one's launching in, a, in about a month's time. It's called In the Blood. Uh, my other current projects are um, Turn Up the AC. That's an introspective, reflective, and a- almost biographical at times look at basically my story, but I don't start at A and end with Z, I kind of jump back and forth. I mean, I'm a bit ADHD, so <laughs> I, I think that's the best way to tell a story anyways. Something pops into your head, and if you've taken something meaningful from it, you just stick with that for a few minutes, unpack it. Yeah. Guaranteed, it popped into your head for a reason. So, you know, that that's what I do on that show. It's just, you know, three to five minute short episodes, deeply personal. I love it. And um, I, I try to tell my stories in a way where the listener can bring themselves in and think about their um, their story. I don't want it to be all about me. I, I want it to provoke thought and introspection in the listeners. And the, uh, the other active project is called What I Like About You. And that's based on the idea that all of us have more in common than we have in conflict. So... I'm trying to get people to move away from this mindset that we've all been influenced towards where we, we start thinking in terms of like tribalistic thoughts, you know, us versus them, me versus you, because what I've learned is even when I talk to somebody who on the surface, I don't appear to have anything in common with, I find that if nothing else, we're driven by the same motivating factors. We want to be healthy. We want to be happy. We want to be right. safe. We want to be loved. We want to belong. And we can disagree on everything else. But that foundation, that's enough of a bond to, to build a meaningful relationship on. And 
so that's what I'm just trying to in- encourage other people to do. So I have conversations with strangers and just like what you're doing here, just sort of see where it goes. Yeah. Well, that's so cool. And like, so did you start all these projects and do you co-host with them or is it all, are they all just yours? Um, turn up the AC. That's a hundred percent me. What I like about you, I started uh, with a co-host. It was actually my <laughs> my ex-fiance, <laughs> uh, but the uh, the personal relationship ended, and then the professional relationship ended about a year or so later. So now, oh, so you guys were um, doing it for a while. Yeah, we actually uh, we used to co-host a couple of shows together. The other one was dealing with uh, family estrangement and. Well, I, I love the subject matter because it's something that I'm directly affected by. I found that the format was too limiting because th- there wasn't room to talk about the growth, the personal development, the taking responsibility or celebrating the yeah. healthy and happy reconciliations. And I, I, I'm all about the personal connections and the personal development. So I, I, everything I put my fingers into, I, I like it to go in that direction. And, you know, I've, I've got um, my, my brother's going to be co-hosting the um, the new show in the blood with me. We're also going to be revamping our original podcast. Very uh, exciting. To grow it up a little bit, you know, <laughs> maybe be less garbage people. Of course, we want to build on the foundation of where we started and we don't want to hide any of that from the audience because everybody's got to start somewhere. We don't always start in the pretty place. Yeah. But it's like, you want to keep like what people loved about it. You want to keep that and just have it grow just like you did. Mm -hmm. Because people obviously liked it, no matter what you thought, or if you thought it was, you sounded garbage or whatever it was, people liked it. So. Well, yeah. And I like to think too, that like, it's not that people don't go through changes. Of course, we all go through changes, but I don't think the substance of our being changes. Like I'm still the same me that I was. I just, I process differently. I navigate differently. And I'd like to think I communicate differently. Yeah. You know, and I, I think if we change our actions, we don't have to lose who we are in, in, in that transaction. We can still be right. us, but just be the best versions of us. Yeah. What has been like the hardest part and like the best part of this whole journey of doing these multiple podcasts and different projects? The hardest part, honestly, is is finding the the time to do the back end work. It, it's easy to get on the microphone or to sit down with the with a guest and, and and that and that's like I think the most rewarding part of it for me. But then there's the not so fun parts. I mean, you got to do your social media promotions. You got to do yeah. your editing. You've got to arrange the guests um, for, you know, if you're doing a solo show, of course, there's a lot of creative writing that goes into it. Mm-hmm. You want to be transparent, but at the same time, there's details that, you know, just in consideration of others who were also part of the story can't be shared so sometimes a true story has got to be motivated to exclude modified to exclude certain characters right um it it can be draining but i I think at the same time you know when i 
the, the writing, the deeply personal part of, of that, as much as it takes out of me, I think it puts just as much into me. So while it's one of the hardest parts, mm -hmm. it's also the most rewarding thing. And um, I think because that effort is rewarded by f f feedback from the audience, people, you know, they, they send me messages. Of course, I get the silly ones, you know, middle-aged women love the sound of my voice, you know, <laughs> and, you know, that that's flattering. I love hearing, okay, you think I'm sexy, cool, but like there's a brain behind the voice, you know, it's, it's almost like, hey, my eyes are up here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, you know, I, I get other messages like there was a, a guy who emailed me about a year and a half ago and he said, I listened to one of your episodes and I cried for the first time in my adult life. And, you know, it's, it's things like that that will literally reduce me to tears because it's Aww. like, man, what kind of pain must this guy have been imprisoned by? And to think that I had some small part in helping him get out of that. Right. You know, I did a tribute episode for a friend of mine who's dying from ALS. Mm. He was estranged from some of his, uh, his kids for religious reasons. I guess they heard the episode and they got them looking at their dad in a different way. That opened the door to reconciliation and healing, you know, like, yeah, there are times where I feel like when I'm talking, I'm just talking to myself in an empty room. But then I get that feedback and I realize that, you know, and it's not just me, all of us, we're so important. Our voices, yeah. we, we don't know what seeds they plant. We don't know who's hearing. I could be talking to you, right? You and me might get nothing out of the conversation, but somebody who listens to this conversation, it might literally change their whole world. Right. It may stop them from committing suicide. You just don't know. So like, none of us should be quiet. We should all just keep talking except for me right now. You can tell by no, the look on your face. I need to put it on pause. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. No, I'm, in, I'm like engaged. I'm liking what you're saying. No, but it's true. It's like, you really don't know who's listening and who, who helps. And I've heard some similar stories like that too. It's like, they have listening to my podcast. It's like changed their life. And it's like, it just blows my mind. It's, it's, yeah, you just feel like what, I did that. Like, really? Like, How? it's just me. I'm just me. Like, <laughs> no, and it's like, you don't want to like drag yourself down. But at the same time, it's just, it's so difficult to comprehend and, and to accept when somebody says, you know, sometimes like things along the lines of like, you literally saved my life today. I'm like, I was just talking. <laughs> just like what I do every day. <laughs> But that's the thing. I mean, like, I mean, of course, not everybody's going to have a podcast or a YouTube channel, but I mean, we all interact with strangers, right. you know, and it, it's one of those things that, you know, my people in my life, they often find really strange, you know, like it, I'll, I'll find myself talking to somebody in a store or something like that for mm -hmm. a really long time. And then it'd be a case of, well, where do you know them from? I said, well, I know them from 10 minutes ago, right here in the store. Right. But you know, there's a whole world of conversation outside of, I like your shoes or how's the weather, you know? Right. And um, when, when I was a kid, I used to get accused a lot of volunteering too much information, but I realized that, that too. too much information, that is a stranger's permission to open up. That's right. an opportunity for you to make a substantial connection instead of just making an interesting acquaintance. Yeah. 
No, it's so true. Like I've had so many conversations like with someone at the store or at a restaurant. Like I love sitting at the bar at restaurants because like you're around people. So it's like yeah. fun to talk to the bartender or the people around you instead of just at a table, just the two of you or three of you or however many. So it's like fun to like just get to know people and you see how much in common they have with you or like people on a plane. Like you just, you never know. Um, so first off, thank you so much for coming and sharing your thoughts and your, and I want to get to know you a little bit more, just you yourself. So we have a game that is, um, it's five questions, rapid fire, um, just to get to know you. So what's your favorite drink? Yerba Mate. Ooh. Um, favorite TV show or movie? Oh, that's a tough one. I, I'm a big fan of retro TV. I, I'd have to say Knight Rider or the A-Team. Okay. Um, what advice would you give your younger self? An open ear is more productive than an open mouth. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. Describe yourself in five words. Okay, I'm going to get my fingers up. <laughs> Philosophical, introspective, <laughs> mildly <laughs> sociopathic, <laughs> humorous, and tired. All right. And what does success mean for you? That varies day to day. I know this is supposed to be rapid fire, quick answers, but this okay. is not one I can answer quickly. <laughs> what I need to feel like I'm succeeding varies according to my mood, my blood sugar, everything else. Right now in this moment, what I need to feel successful is for this conversation to go well and for whoever listens to it to receive it with, you know, ho hopefully re receiving what the intended message is, not putting some negative spin on it. Right. Oh, well, I love that. And um, where can my guests, or my, not my guests, my listeners find you? The easiest place to find me is my, my main website is kingfishermedia.com. That's Fisher, F-I-S-C-H-E-R, kingfishermedia.ca. And it's got a list of all of my current and upcoming projects there and links to everything. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and how the, your podcast life has changed you. I mean, that's incredible. And I'm happy I got to be on part of that journey with you. Um, this was another episode of Hey Alexa, and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.